Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. The Audio Vault on 941 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. It is uh-huh. the Blitz here on 94.1 at San Antonio Sports Star. He's Joe Ryan Eagle. I'm Jason Menix. Shereen Williams from Pro Football Talk joining us now on the Buyers Barricades guest line. And I really, uh, Shereen, want to start. You're a distinguished alum from Texas A&M. And you're How fine. did I know we were going to start here? <laughs> you know, <laughs> because uh, they just played the Giants and they got Carolina coming up and A&M gave $76 yeah. million for a coach to go away. And we, we've talked about the speculation of who. And and now that it's the wheels are in motion with their search committee, a guy that resides currently in San Antonio and Jeff Trailer over at UTSA, his name is being mentioned a lot with this job. My question, though, and a lot of UTSA fans listening right now wonder if Jeff Trailer is a big enough name, a, a splash hire for Texas A&M, even though, if you know the guy, he would fit like a glove in College Station. Well, you know, I, I've we've tried the big-name route where you make the splash hire, Francione, Jimbo, I admittedly was excited as anybody when we hired both of those guys, and how did that work out for us? Not very well. So let's pick the best coach. And what I want is somebody who loves Texas A&M as much as I do. I, that, that's what I want to say. I want to see somebody who comes to the school, who wants to come because they love the school, not because of the allure of the money. I'm going to walk away here as a multimillionaire, generational wealth. That, I, I don't want that. We, we've tried that. It didn't work out. It worked out with Jackie. Jackie's about the only one that it's ever worked out for at us at A&M so let's go get the best best coach let's go get somebody who loves A&M number one on my list would be obvious would be Dan Campbell but we missed that hire when we hired Jimbo you know just think about where the program would be if if they had hired Dan Campbell at this point Um, I think they'd be in the playoff conversation but they didn't so you missed out on that opportunity but a Jeff trailer or um, Elijah Robinson or an Aaron Glenn, the Lions defensive coordinator who played at A&M. People who, who ha- have a history with A&M or a history in the state of Texas who know about the culture and, and what goes on. Mike Elko um, is at the top of my list as well. None of those are going to create giant excitement outside of A&M, outside of Texas, but I think – Within the A&M community, I think any of those hires would be fantastic, and I think there would be a lot of excitement. I think Elko would be, of those names I mentioned, Mike Elko would be the biggest simply because of his history at A&M. He could keep, hopefully, Elijah Robinson, who's been responsible for a lot of their top ten recruiting classes, frankly, but keep Elijah as defensive coordinator and give him an opportunity that way, I don't think they promote Elijah Robinson, but I certainly think they should consider him. So, 
you know, that's where I am in the hire. I, I don't need a big name. I don't need somebody from Oregon or Washington or Colorado or somewhere else who doesn't know the culture and the history and everything else about A&M and, and about recruiting in Texas. You know, a lot of the recruits that the Aggies are getting and, and recruiting now are, are nationwide, and I don't mind that, but the core of your recruiting still needs to be Texas. That's just a fact. Well, Shireen, it's it's interesting because I've I've been uh, seeing a lot of Elijah Robinson, who's going to take over as the interim head coach. Is that do you think uh, maybe a, a trial run for him to see how he uh, does as a head coach, or do you think he already has enough built up that they know what they're getting in him? You know, I find it interesting that you know I've seen a lot of Aggies tweeting. You know, well, he doesn't have any history as a head coach. How much history? Did a Mike Tomlin or a John Harbaugh or any of those guys have when they got their first head coaching job? None. They didn't. I don't know that you you need to be a, a, have head coaching experience to be a good head coach. You, you figure it out as you go along. I do think if you haven't had previous head coaching experience that you need to hire people underneath you who have. I do think that. People who can lead you through – the trials that you're going to have. But I'm, I'm not big on that. Again, we've tried that route. We, we've had, you know, a coach now who's won a national championship and knew what it took to get it done and still couldn't get it done in six years. So forget that route. For, forget somebody who, who's done it. Let, let's give one of these young guys a chance. And there's so many out there who I think are so deserving. So I don't know. To me, it's just not a priority of, of – you know, being a, a head coach and having co- head coach experience, I, I don't I don't care about that. I can name you, you know, 10 outstanding coaches who their first head coaching job, they did a great job at it. They figured it out. They hired the right people. Uh, they were motivators. You know, Dan Campbell had some experience, obviously, as an interim head coach with the Dolphins. So he did have that under his belt. But a lot of people didn't hire him because they didn't have experience as a head coach. Boy, he's turned out to be a pretty darn good Mm-hmm. head coach since he's been there so I'm not really concerned with with the experience you know thing that goes into it and, and I don't even know if I answered your question back to what it was but um, that's where I stand on it just hire the best coach regardless of you know the best fit I guess I am the best coach let's hire the best fit for A&M Shereen Williams a distinguished alum up from Texas A&M joining us here on the Blitz and Trust me, I mean, what she is saying, that, that, that carries a lot of weight. Absolutely. And when you talk about best fit, when you hear people talking about your school, about Texas A&M, that didn't go to Texas A&M, and they talk about A&M always wants that big splash hire, how do you respond either with what you might be thinking in your head or a conversation? Because when you talk about going for the best fit, that, that might not be a splash hire. When you're talking to the people you talk to in the inner circles of Texas A&M, how important is the splash hire versus the fit? Well, I think history tells you it's important to them. There's no question about that with what they've done uh, in these hires. Again, going back to Francione and, and then with Jimbo, I, I think it's really important to them. I think someone was kind of sort of a sort of splash hire. Now, you know, someone had the Texas ties, obviously, in the Houston recruiting base already. And, you know, I think he's 
sort of what I'm talking about, give them a chance. Now, it, it didn't work out like you wanted with Sumlin, but there were some really good years there. Sumlin had better years than, than Jimbo did um, in, in his time at A&M. But, yeah, I think their history tells you that they want that splash hire. They want people to be talking about Texas A&M. And, oh, my gosh, I can't believe they hired this coach way. If you go back and you remember, I remember distinctly because I worked for the Orlando Sentinel. Uh, Bianchi wrote the column about there's no way the people at Texas A&M are delusional. They'll never get Jimbo Fisher to leave Florida State. A&M says, okay, we'll show you. And, <laughs> and they did. They, they got him. They have enough money. They can go get pretty much whoever they want. But I don't know that, that that's the right thing to do. Find the right fit, somebody who fits, somebody who understands the culture, somebody who understands Texas recruiting. You know, I, and I, again, I'm not sure who that is. I think Mike Elko knows what he would be getting into. It is a, a different situation than he would have at Duke, but he knows that having been there. So, you know, I, I, I think that stands out to me as, as somebody potentially um, who, who would be a great fit. And, and is he going to make a big splash nationally? Probably not. Jeff Trailer is he going to make a big splash nationally? Probably not. But if they're the right hire and you go and you contend for national championships, that's when you get your splash. Just make it the right hire. It doesn't have to be a big-name hire. Now, the, the right hire, the fit – and a big splash would be Dan Campbell. Now, I said earlier, and I've been saying for a couple of weeks, he would be my first call. Why would he leave the NFL? And I don't know that he would except to go home. And, you know, knowing what Dan thinks about Texas A&M, would, would he leave the NFL to go home? I don't think so because the timing just doesn't work out. I mean, he's contended for a Super Bowl title this year. How do you make that work? You can't say, "Hey, I'm going to leave," and you know, at the end of the season, it doesn't work like that. Like, and they can't wait. I mean, potentially February 11th is is when you would have him available. Well, the transfer portal's about to open up. Signing day is about to come. Are you going to wait until February 11th to get your head coach? You know, if they don't go to the Super Bowl, you're still talking about sometime in January that you're going to be able to hire him. So, to me, the timing on that just does not work out. Now, what I would like A&M to do, and I tweeted this, I would love for A&M to at least make a call to his agent to give him an opportunity to get a lot more money than what Detroit's paying him right now. He can use that leverage to say, hey, my alma mater called. They want to hire me away. What, what, you know, what are you going to do to keep me here? I, I would love to see them do a solid for, for Dan Campbell and at least make that call. I'm with you, number one on my list, no doubt about it. As good as he is in the NFL, he would be twice as good in the college ranks. Just that enthusiasm, that aggressiveness, just everything he has about him would play so well in college football and in, and in college station. And I think if you ask any Aggie, he would be number one on our list everywhere. I don't know anybody who would name anybody but Dan Campbell as the number one choice. Yeah, it'd be great, but I'm, I'm with you, Shereen. I just don't think that uh, there's any way, and I think he's going to get a big raise regardless, uh, just for what he's done and the excitement that he's brought to the Detroit Lions, who have just not done anything for many, many years. You talked about timing, Shereen. What what do you think the Aggies, what date are you looking at that they'd like to have somebody in place? I'm not going to lie. I am surprised that they make this decision without having an agreement with somebody. They did it with Jimbo before they hired some, before they fired someone. 
they had an agreement with Jimbo. They knew they were getting Jimbo. They'd already worked out, like, except for, you know, dotting the I's and crossing the T's. I thought this was going to be the same thing. I was like, all right, they've got somebody in mind. Within a week, we're going to hear who that name is. And maybe we still will. Maybe they do. I don't know. But it certainly doesn't sound like it with forming a committee and talking to people and, you know, names being thrown out there and everything else. It doesn't sound like that's what they've done. Because in order to when, – when you fire a coach, you've got to have a better co- – you've got to hire somebody that's better than that. And to me, I want to know before I fire that coach that I'm going to have somebody – better than that and and I do think they will I do think it was time for for Jimbo to go but I again I'm just surprised that that hasn't happened already and and the timing on it it's got to be in the next two to three weeks I mean you've got the transfer portal opening you've got you know recruiting day signing day coming up all of those things to me it has to be pretty immediate like this this has to roll now which is another reason when you when you're talking about Oregon or Washington or or Colorado, you know some of these other schools, especially schools compete for national title, I don't want to wait that long. If it's me, I I want to coach in the next two to three weeks who can get started and get going, um, whoever that is, uh, and, and you know hiring a staff and you know saving recruiting and and getting into the transfer portal and saving the players you got. This is a place where you can come in with the talent they have if they can keep the talent on the roster keep some of these recruits I, I love seeing a couple of the big name recruits come out and said hey I'm committed to the university I'm not committed to Jimbo Fisher I'm, I'm still you know 100% committed to A&M if you can keep a lot of those recruits keep your core players in place and hit the transfer portal hard this is a team that can be ready to win next year. I thought they were ready this year, but if you look at their schedule for next year, you look at the talent that they have in place now with Connor Wegman coming back, and, and if you keep Evan Stewart and Walter Nolan and some of those other guys, this is a team that's ready to win right now. You can come in and compete right away. Shereen Williams from Pro Football Talk, talking college football, because she's a distinguished <laughs> alum at Texas A&M. Real quick, Shereen, um, does Ross Bjork – face any heat, any fire after the hire for uh, signing Jimbo to the not only the contract but the extension just uh, a, a couple of years ago? Yeah, he didn't hire him, but he certainly did give him sign-off on, on the extension, which other people were involved in that too. Anum's an interesting play, uh, as I'm sure Texas is as well, with, with more than the athletic director involved in big decisions. There are a lot of people involved in that. So who who actually had the idea to do that and, and it and I don't know if it was in other words, I don't know if it was Ross Bjork or if it was somebody else. I love Ross Bjork. I love what he's done for the program. I love a lot of the hires that, that he has made um in the in the program outside of football. They've been very, very good. They're competing in a lot of sports, um, with SEC titles and national um, title contention so I like a lot of the things that he's done so I, I hope not but you know you, you would think that that somebody is responsible for for that contract extension and look LSU was coming after him and in retrospect you let him go to LSU if he was going to go which I don't think he probably was I think he used that for leverage but if he was going to go to LSU um, let him go and and have the belief that you are going to find somebody better than him and that's that's a lesson that they should learn because they've done that a couple of times now and had these big payoffs. They did it with someone as well. 
don't pay them. Again, you want a coach who wants to be there, not not there for the money. And and that was it with Jimbo. And they gave him the extension. Don't do that. Make sure they want to be there for the right reasons, not just for the money. You're going to pay them, and they're going to get paid at A&M, but that can't be the only reason they come. Well said. Well said. Appreciate the passion and the honesty. From a distinguished alum from Texas A&M, their highest honor. Uh, Shereen Williams, great Cowboys conversation. Uh, we'll pick it up next week after they play Carolina. <laughs> All right. Sounds great. Thanks so much. Make sure you follow Shereen on Twitter, at NFL Shereen, as she joins us on the Buyer's Barricades guest line, where they provide traffic control, rental, and sales for San Antonio and beyond online at buyersbarricades.com.